Welcome to the SA for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we'll look at the lessons we can learn, relearn, and internalize from the grave errors that other investors make. As a consequence of the kind of work I do and the people with whom I associate, I am often privy to true stories of the triumphs and follies of investors. There is much we can learn from such stories, and it is in that spirit that I am sharing this one, with details slightly concealed to avoid any risk of identification. Here goes. An investor with a portfolio worth several million dollars last fall has communicated to a friend that he is down to just a few hundred thousand dollars today, having suffered a loss of close to 90%. He bet heavily on two sectors, and as you can infer, these were losing bets. One of those sectors was among the poorest performing of major sectors in the past year. The other one is a small subsector of the market. The investor is now seeking to hold on to what remains. That's the sum total of all I know, except for the two sectors whose details I have omitted. Yet even with this minimal information, there is quite a bit that advisors can learn or relearn, internalize, and use to help clients. First, though we can deduce that this is someone who is comfortable trading markets, we can nevertheless see that following a loss of this magnitude, there is no inclination, or there is no longer an inclination, to continue trading. I don't know this fellow's name, age, or goals, but there comes a point when even the most aggressive investor can no longer afford to take any risk. With just about 10% of his starting capital, it appears that this investor prefers to fold his cards and preserve some kind of standard of living rather than risk a complete wipeout. Our lesson? There must always be a capital preservation element to your client's financial plans. The risk that this fellow took crossed over from investing to gambling. Advisors must defend their clients from breaching that thin line. Second, this fellow made large sector bets. I myself did a podcast late last year suggesting that one of those two sectors might offer value. But had our investor taken a position in a diversified ETF, which is what I advocated were one actually to take a position in this sector, then the investment would be down just 17% today. And if that sector bet represented a 5% position in one's portfolio as appropriate for one small sector, then you wouldn't even notice the loss. As for the subsector this investor invested in, that is just too narrow a bet. I did a podcast on that last week. The podcast was on a different subsector, on gold miners, but the principle is the same. Our lesson? There must always be wide diversification. Making concentrated bets means that you want to become fabulously wealthy, but at the risk of losing your shirt. Some people don't or can't quite grasp the negative aspect of this equation. Advisors must ever stand in the breach to restore balance to clients who would let their euphoria skew them to the side of excessive risk. My third point may be the hardest to grasp, even for advisors, because it goes against everything we read and hear. And that is that investments are very difficult to analyze. Yes, I know that some people are thoughtful enough to warn you that certain securities bear more risk than others or that the capital value of your investment may fluctuate and is not guaranteed. But the fact that you are reading or hearing an analysis of an investment implicitly reassures you that its performance is subject to the scrutiny of really smart people, that it's figure-outable, to coin a term. For example, an analyst might tell you that a certain division within a company is the fastest growing or most profitable, 
or that the business's unique focus gives it an edge over competitors with a slightly different focus, or that current geopolitical trends are favorable for this company based on where it sources labor or parts. But if you think about it, all of these factors are constantly shifting. Our lesson? Unless you have the intelligence, time, and resources of a Warren Buffett, it might be better to take a spread your bets approach to investing, because who can fathom all of these details? I have one final point. I don't know the person who suffered this big investment loss, but I'd guess he is someone who is highly analytical and deeply knowledgeable about markets. Most people lack the knowledge and interest to pick stocks in obscure subsectors. I think this says something about the unique times we live in. A few decades ago, Someone like this would never have had access to all of the information on which he based his decisions. So one must ask himself, for all of the data we have at our fingertips today, and for free, are we better off? Do we really know how to use this information? Our lesson? The wonders of our tech age in many ways make us worse off, precisely because we lack the wisdom to know how to and how not to use what is available today. This fact is actually a big selling point for financial advisors, who can act as a restraint on investors who, left alone, can and do end up harming themselves. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others might discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. 